Luke 1, verse 5 through 25. In the days of Herod, the king of Judah, there was a priest named Zechariah of the division of Abijah. He had a wife from the daughter of Aaron. Her name was Elizabeth. And they were both righteous before God, walking blamelessly in all the commandments and statutes of the Lord. But they had no children, because Elizabeth was barren, and both were advanced in years. Now, while he was serving as a priest before God, when his division was on the duty, according to the custom of the priesthood, he was chosen by lot to enter into the temple of the Lord, to burn incense. And the whole multitude of the people were praying outside the hour of incense, And there appeared to him an angel of the Lord, standing on the right side of the altar of incense. But Zechariah was troubled when he saw him, and fear fell upon him. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zechariah, for your prayer has been heard, and your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you shall call his name John, and you will have joy and gladness, and many will rejoice at his birth, for he will be great before the Lord. But He must not drink wine or strong drink, and he will be filled with the Holy Spirit, even from his mother's womb. And he will turn many of the children of Israel to the Lord their God. And he will go before him in the spirit of the power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just to make ready the Lord a people prepared. And Zechariah said to the angel, How shall I know this? For I am an old man. My wife is advanced in years. And the angel answered him, I am Gabriel. I stand in the presence of God, and I was sent to you to speak to you and to bring you this good news. And behold, you will be silent and unable to speak until the day that these things take place, because you did not believe my words, which will be fulfilled in their time. And the people were waiting to Zechariah, and they wondered, What is this delay in the temple? And when he came out, he was unable to speak to them, and they realized that he'd seen a vision in the temple. He kept making signs to them, but remained mute. And when his time of service was ended, he went to his home. After these days, his wife Elizabeth conceived, and for five months she kept herself hidden, saying, Thus the Lord has done for me in these days when he looked upon me to take away my my reproach among the people. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Really interesting story. We, we, I feel like we've referenced this a lot these past few weeks. We have, yeah. So we're finally here. The auspicious muse, Will Kynes, <laughs> has given us many of the birth stories. We've fallen right into his web. <laughs> I know, I know. He, he, he wanted us to talk about this, and now we are talking about Darn it. Darn you, Will Kynes. Uh, he, uh, you know, obviously this reminds us of, you know, for example, the story of Hannah, uh, the story of Samson that we yep. read about. Um, it, it is this one of these kind of classic birth stories that we see in the Bible. Uh, this one's very fascinating. Uh, just to set it up, and I want to hear your thoughts on it, but, um, you know, it's interesting. Um, we've been talking a little bit about temple worship over the last few weeks in our Sunday sermons, and this is um, this is an example of this. There, there's kind of three sets of altars. You had the sacrificial altar yep. uh, on the outside of the temple. You had the mercy seat which is the kind of a day of atonement altar in the most holy place but in the middle you have this altar of incense and this is where Zechariah is he's mm-hmm. kind of in the middle temple or the yeah. what was called the temple not the most holy place in the temple yeah. and um 
he's in there. He's not in the most holy place, but he's in the middle place, and he's making a sacrifice. He's burning this incense before the Lord, trying to please God, and this angel comes to him and says, we've heard your prayers. We've heard your cries. You will have a son. Now, you know, you, you think, it's it's very interesting, the character of God. I mean, this is not, uh, you know, Mo, I think of like Moses doubting God's word. I think of like others that have doubted God's word. I mean, all he says is, you know, are you sure I'm really old? And Gabriel's like, boom, boom. you're mute. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. do not question me. Yeah. And, uh, um, but it, 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 in, in one sense is, is a little bit of a punishment, but in the other sense, it, it actually is like a sign. It's like, okay, you don't believe yeah. me. I'll give you a sign, but yeah. it's kind of a painful sign. You cannot, uh, you cannot speak until the day, of course, that John is born. Yeah. I, I think the, this passage gets kind of read pretty harshly for Zechariah um, to that point. I mean, because obviously Gabriel says, you know, you won't be able to speak because you didn't believe me. But I, I don't think it's like necessarily this super harsh rebuke for like doubt. I think there's a symbolism that accompanies it. You know, Zechariah is held in silence until the birth yeah. of a child. And good. so I, I think there's this historic symbolism of, you know, this, silence being broken with a, a promised and foretold birth. And, um, you know, and, and to your point, like the, you know, first Corinthians, uh, Paul talks about, you know, Jews, uh, demand signs and Greeks seek right. wisdom. We preach Christ crucified. Uh, and so the whole, you know, idea of asking for a sign is, is a, a very common theme throughout the old testament and here you know even in the gospels yeah exactly and so it's not that you know i do think zachariah did have unbelief and and you know there probably was a a discipline aspect to it but i think there's this really cool symbolism that god is using here that we can't it's a a purposeful uh rebuke if you will yeah yeah and and then and god is giving him a child so it's it's not like this huge backhanded right and obviously he's commended i mean you know at the very beginning of the passage we read that they were both he and his wife elizabeth righteous before god walking blamelessly in all the commandments of the lord so yeah zechariah is not to be interpreted as this man of little faith yeah um but even that i mean like think about you know abraham and i mean yeah there, there is this this other theme of doubting a little bit. Yeah. God being prov- slow to believe the God provision of a child yeah. in old age. And, um, and again, I think that that is, again, I mean, I remember a few weeks ago, we, I think we read the story of Abraham and, and Sarah. And, and one of the things I said then, and I'll say it again here, this is like faith is, I mean, you know, look, I mean, I'd like to be considered by God. I mean, I, I hate to I mean, I say blameless I mean, blameless <laughs> in Christ, but like, a man who takes, I hope that God would say, Jason takes my word very seriously. Jason tries to follow me very faithfully. Yeah. Even though he fails. But there are things that, like, I still doubt. And there are times where I, you yeah. know, even though hopefully a righteous man, uh, there are times where I, like, you know, struggle to believe what the Lord is doing or or or, or don't have clarity in maybe what the Lord is, like, leading me or the church or, you know, toward. And so, and actually sometimes like walking through those things, like there have been rebukes in my life um, that are very like clearly from God, you know? And Mm -hmm. it's like, it's painful to be rebuked, 
but it's actually the rebuke that made me hear from God or believe God more fully and clearly. And so, um, you know, I, I just think there's a lot going on in this text yeah. and a lot to learn from it. What about the humility of Elizabeth after she's conceived? It says she's she's kept herself hidden for five months, saying, Thus the Lord has done for me in the days when he looked on me to take away my reproach among people. I, I think that's a really interesting note that after conceiving, rather than, you know, flaunting it or... Um, I, I'm kind of would be interested to know more of the from this cultural vantage point, the mindset of why she's, you know, secluding herself. But there seems to be this humility and communion with God. What, are, what do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, obviously she has longed for a child for a long time. Yeah. Um, and 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 what we, I guess, learn is that then Mary goes and sees her. Yeah. And the baby leaps in her womb. I mean, so it's interesting. The very next passage in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel came to Mary, right? So yeah. there is a process here. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think this is just representative of um, a woman who is, like you said, humble before the Lord, trusting in the Lord, longing for a child. Um, and um, yeah, I mean, I, I do think there's probably more to be said there. I, I do think the whole like filled with the Holy Spirit from birth kind of narrative, and again, that's played out, is is really interesting, mm-hmm. um, and obviously gives a lot of you know credence to what does the filling of the Holy Spirit mean, and yeah. you know here I think it has everything to do with the calling that was on John's life. Um, John obviously was set apart for the work of the Lord, um, mm-hmm. but. I think the filling of the Holy Spirit on our lives now, if we say we're filled with the Holy Spirit, uh, in, in at least to some level, I mean, that leads us in righteousness, that leads us in obedience, but it also, when when the Holy Spirit fills us, he should also lead us to do what John did. And I love that, you know, the language here, he's calling many people back to the Lord. He's calling many people to turn to the Lord their God. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just want that to be true in my life. Like, I want to be like John. I don't know if I want to live in the desert and, eat locusts and wild honey, but like I want to be used by the Lord to turn people's hearts back to the Lord. And and the answer, and the thing that, you know, it says of him is he will be great before the Lord. Like what is greatness before the Lord? Um, it's, it, and I think this is, this is so much about the ministry calling. Like um, I just feel compelled to say this, you know, there's a lot of, I, I've watched a lot of people, I guess, like in my class of ministers, mm-hmm. um, and when I say class, like other buddies of mine, they've been preachers, and they've just gotten burned out for whatever reason, or they've, you know, had an opportunity to make a lot more money and they've taken it. Or and the other job may the other like the money-making job may be in ministry, but just like they've it's less connected to the local church. And um, I don't know. I just I have this sense of like, man, like, and, and again, you don't have to be in ministry to turn people's heart toward the Lord. But like the 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 greater thing is not. I'm going to make money. The greater thing is not I'm going to like use these skills that I have. The greatest thing is to be used by God to turn many hearts to the Lord. That is greatness before the Lord. And mm-hmm. so, mm-hmm. you know, whether you're in ministry or whether you're a lay person, like that should be a word to you. Like the greatest, what does it mean to be great before the Lord? It's to be used by God to turn the hearts of his children back to him. Amen. Well, for Will Carlisle, I'm Jason Deeds. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. 
I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for Our Daily Rhythm.